Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. A Guardian article that came out this Monday reports that there is a great unretirement happening across Britain as more and more people aged 50 and up are looking for work to make ends meet. New research from the University of Otago's School of Finance finds that a similar trend is taking place across Aotearoa, New Zealand. The research, which is co-led by Associate Professor Helen Roberts, finds that, non, finds that non-homeowners have less disposable income post-retirement than homeowners. This problem is exacerbated for Māori and renters who need to work part-time or full-time just to maintain their lifestyle amidst a cost-of-living crisis, a pandemic, and a housing crisis. I spoke with Professor Roberts yesterday about how severe the problem is, what the government can do to relieve the issue, and problems with Aotearoa's superannuation scheme. Where there's been an increase of 116,000 people in the over 50s age group working or looking for work. Now, how dire is the situation in Aotearoa, New Zealand, by comparison? Our study looks at data from the New Zealand Stats website over 2007 to 2009, and what we see is that the financial adequacy of people going into retirement has dropped significantly and that means that the amount of money they have to live on once they stop working is much lower than the amount of money they had while they were working and this is particularly bad for people who don't own their own homes and it really affects everybody in the sense that the proportion of people who have less income to live on is markedly lower after retirement than it is before retirement so all retirees in New Zealand should be conscious of the fact that Post-retirement, if you haven't saved and accumulated wealth while you're working, you're going to be subject to much lower uh, quality of life as a result of not having as much money to live on. Now, due to this this financial adequacy problem here, like you say, it's people are going to be having, having to be working longer in their older age when they probably could be retiring. Do you know how much that kind of age would be being pushed back? So it will depend on the individual, but certainly people who were in a lower income brackets during their working life mm. as cost of living goes up in particular if you are a renter. So we see uh, for people who have not purchased a house while they've been uh, working and having to pay rent in retirement, then many people are working well into like the mid-80s. So it's becoming progressively more of a problem for people as cost of housing and in particular rental housing increases. Now, how long of a trend would you say um, has this been for, that people who are seeking retirement having to work more due to their financial uh, adequacy and that people in retirement may have to hold down part-time jobs just to maintain their lifestyle? So I think our data looks 2007 to 2009 and certainly when you look at what's happened to cost of living in the last 10 years, I think there has been a significant decline in the ability of people to meet cost of living in retirement and that's going to just increase now because of the, the rising cost of housing. I mean, yeah, this, is a, this plays a crucial part in being financially adequate in your older age having uh, housing and the cost of housing itself. Would you endorse government actions like social housing, an increase in supply for affordable medium to to high-density housing as well for New Zealanders in their older age to become homeowners? Is that even a possibility? Yeah, I think, you know, that if you have security around accommodation, it helps a lot. And, And knowing that you've got a fixed rent that's not going to move substantially because of changes in either ownership of property or landowners wanting to increase 
you know, rate, uh, rent substantially. That's really important. So having a model whereby you can have warm, safe, affordable housing for people who might otherwise be subject uh, to the costs of higher market rental rates uh, would be one step in the right direction in terms of helping people manage costs of living as they retire. Aside from home ownership and the cost of housing, there are many other factors that contribute to this delay in the retirement age and the detriment to the financial adequacy of our older population. You mentioned before the cost of living. Are there many other factors that come into account when this trend is occurring, such as the increase in our lifespans, which are making people having to save up more because they're going to live for longer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really valid point. And certainly there is a need in New Zealand to have some sort of mandated contribution for retirement. People aren't saving for retirement. Certainly KiwiSaver has triggered a response that sees some people taking up that ability to take some of their disposable income and set it aside for when they no longer want to work. But we don't have any defined contribution plan, which means that there are still people who will work the majority of their lives and save very little and expect to live on their pension. And the problem with that is the New Zealand superannuation payment is ranked at a replacement rate of 40%, which means typically the the money you receive in your pension is around 40% of what you would have been spending pre-retirement. So it's a very low level of pension relative to other OECD countries. Yeah, you mentioned in our email chat before and just then about the 40% replacement rate. And yeah, it is one of the lowest in the OECD countries when compared to the European Union, which which has a replacement rate of 68%. Why is our superannuation replacement rate so low? So that's the level that the government is choosing to pay pensioners and people in retirement. And that will be determined by some measure of adequacy around current cost of living, but like most you know, government payments, it's sort of at the minimum end of the scale rather than the mid or the high end of what typical cost of living would be for these people. The ACT Party wants to gradually raise the superannuation age to 67. Would, do the, would this negatively impact retired people who might rely on that form of social security and force them to get back into the working world? So essentially what ACT is proposing to do is to provide an incentive for people to stay in the workplace longer by not allowing them to draw pension until they're older. So that means that the government is paying out pension to older age people. So that reduces the the burden on the taxpayer to be able to meet uh, those payouts. On the other side of that argument, of course, are the individuals who are affected, which means people who had planned to retire when they were 65, the current retirement age, are now having to to manage their working lives to push out retirement and continue to accumulate savings for longer and possibly compromise quality of life, you know, if they're at the end of their working career and they're already uh, subject to maybe some health concerns or some other issues that might not allow them to be able to work uh, fully abled like they would have been able to say 10 or 20 years ago. Do you think a more means-tested superannuation scheme, uh, one that adjusts for someone's income, their assets and total wealth, would help more retiring people become more financially adequate? Yeah, that's an interesting question because, I mean, essentially what a means-tested retirement payment does is it says if you meet some minimum level of wealth accumulation, then you no longer receive additional benefits paid by the government. Uh, So on the one hand, that might help to alleviate the stress that the government has to continue to meet those pension payments as the, the working population declines, so tax income decreases and the population ages. However, it also 
suggest what will that minimum be. And if you're just above that minimum, you miss out, then it also creates an incentive to possibly hide assets, hide wealth, or you know, consume more during your working life and draw pension when you retire because you've used up most of your wealth uh, while you were younger. Uh, so it always there are always negative incentives that come out of these sorts of policies. Uh, but certainly, if you uh, think of people who are very wealthy, have accumulated lots of wealth because they have worked hard, then possibly, you know, there is a threshold where we might want to consider, is it necessary that they also draw down pension from the government, given the amount of, of wealth they have already been able to accumulate and then spend uh, while they're no longer working? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting debate. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.